here. You are here listening to another episode of the Why I Believe podcast. This is a space for everyday people to come and have conversations about the transformation that God has done in their lives. This is amazing that you're here. And I'm so thankful that you are taking time out of your day to come and share with me on this podcast. My name is Mary Chestnut, and I am the host of this podcast. And without further ado, I would love to introduce you to Giovanna Swan, a great friend of mine. And I am. this episode is hilarious. I have been cracking up listening to it on playback, getting it ready. So uh, just sit back, relax, and enjoy a great conversation. On today's episode of the podcast... It's a throwback, I feel like, in this relationship. I have known Giovanna for so long, and it's such an honor and pleasure to have her on the podcast today. Um, Giovanna, you are somebody who, I feel like it was like the BC before, like, I was a super Christian. <laughs> we were still kids kind of day. Who would have thought that we would be in the places that we are in now? And I'm so excited to welcome you to the Why I Believe podcast. I'm here. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Mary. Mary knew me when I lived in Augusta. And anybody who knows me knows it's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was some different days from different times. My God today. <laughs> and look where we are now, honey, grown. Started from the bottom, all of it. Now we here. <laughs> <laughs> so let's give the people some context. Um, so who is Jemana? Where are you from? What do you like to do? What are you? What do you do for work? Things like that. Okay, so hi everybody. I'm Jemana Swan, and I'm originally from Augusta, born and raised. But I kind of say by way of the DMV because both of my parents are from there, and so I spent a lot of time summers and holidays and stuff in the DMV area. Um, and for those of you who don't know, DMV means DC, Maryland, Virginia. Um, and so, yeah, so that's who I am right now. I currently work for Midlands Technical College. Um, and I work in the Office of Student Life. I do programming for them. And um, we just kind of manage all things student life. And so it's very fun. I actually really enjoy my job. I supervise some students. And um, that's like where I'm at now. But I also have a side business where I do some small business consulting. And I also have a ministry called Good Girl, Great God. So that's cool. Uh, and what do I do for fun? I love karaoke. I love eating. I love cooking. Um, I like anything artsy. I love being outside. Well, it's a little cold now, but um, <laughs> when it's warm, I enjoy being outside and uh, just like being in nature. What I hate bugs. I know that's so funny. Like I hate bugs, but I love outside. <laughs> But I feel like bugs don't like me. I don't think I have like that sweet blood that the bugs like because they be leaving me alone. <laughs> My business um, is busy. You are booked and busy. I am. I am. But I love it. I love it that way. I try to always, you know, leave enough time for the Lord. I don't like to be overworking, but I like to have things on my calendar. I like to keep myself busy. So that's a little bit of backstory about me. Yes. Javana is someone who I know is always working on something with intention. It's like one of those, <laughs> she's one of those people that like, if she drops something on Instagram, I know I'm going to support it because I know it's fire. It, it doesn't even matter. 
it, it, it could be way less few. I'm gonna support it because it's Javana because she doesn't do anything that's like half like lackluster. It's always gonna be done in excellence and it's always gonna have a great heart heart pressure behind it. So love it, love it, love it. When we plug all her info at the end. Please be sure to support everything Javana does. If you need to see a good meal, mm, Javana, everything. <laughs> Need, need a dance, need a spoken word, everything, Javonna. There you go. <laughs> so let's dive a little bit deeper. Um, I always start off with that like little base level question so that way everyone gets nice and friendly with the person that's on the episode. Um, and so let's go to this direction. Why do you believe in God? What What is that grounding foundation story, foundation of like how you're, you um come came to know who God was for who he is today um so it's so funny because I did not grow up in the church and nobody believes me when I say that because like I love God so much now they're like it's no way you didn't grow up in church but I didn't um I mean don't get me wrong I'm from the south so if you're from the south you're gonna have some type of you know God influence because we just live in the bible belt but mm-hmm. I will say, like, I was not, I, I, I don't remember really ever going to church until my parents got divorced. So that would have put me in third grade. And, but I hated it. Like, not that I hated church, but I just would see so many people go and like, you know, shout and cry and do all of that. And they would treat people so poorly. Mm-hmm. And just growing up in Augusta, no shade to my hometown. Um, but I experienced a lot of mistreatment when Mm -hmm. I lived there and um but I was always like engulfed in like church culture so even though I might not have gone to church I was always in somebody's choir somewhere because of the arts and if you're in a choir eventually you're going to be singing in someone's church so it was kind of always calling me and I just felt the Lord was always leading me to I never wanted to do like bad things Mm -hmm. (laughs) that makes sense like (laughs) really want to cut up like I didn't grow I grew up in a very strict household and I just was like the consequences of certain behaviors just were not worth it for me and Mm -hmm. so um once I got to my senior year of high school or I guess maybe just junior year whenever I started driving myself I started actually driving myself to church so I would just get up on Sundays just me and I would go to Tabernacle Baptist Church in Augusta Mm -hmm. and I would just drive myself and the reason I chose that church is because the community choir that I was singing in was led by their choir director so it was just Mm -hmm. like normal for me to go and then after that I um went to college and I actually went to this talk with um Megan Good she came to Howard University campus my freshman year I went to Howard and she was talking about her um relationship with Devon Franklin who's her husband I don't know if they were married then but I know that they were at least dating and she said like when she was on her journey she got out of a bad relationship and she started reading her bible every day and she said after that like just that journey kind of helped lead her to her husband and I always knew that I wanted to be married and I and I didn't really have good examples of marriage around me and so I just started reading my bible every day and I started going to church myself and that kind of started my journey to where I am now with my relationship with God. I still read my Bible every day. It's a very, I can't remember the last time like I didn't even read one scripture, you know, mm-hmm. a day. Um, it got to be like, rough. Like, I got to sleep. I don't know. I just can't, it's just mm-hmm. so natural to me now. Like I can't even think of a time in my life where it's been so long where that hasn't just been a regular thing and in me reading the word which is something I really love the bible 
and that's helped me just learn the character of God, learn a lot about myself. Then I took a discipleship class that was about a year long. And it was rough. It was a real like <laughs> <laughs> it was it's not for the faint of heart. Like your God is gonna confront some things in you. And I finished the discipleship class and I feel like I really that was the a new level I've reached of freedom within the Lord um, beyond just reading the Bible and knowing like the law I've mm-hmm. been able to know, like the personhood and the character of the Holy Spirit and now girl I'll be speaking in tongues and everything <laughs> we're just out here we're just out here, just we're out here. <laughs> there, were, there were two key points in what you said that really stuck out to me like Although it wasn't uh, something that you naturally like grew up in, you had this desire to see and do something different from what you saw. And God used that and grew it from there. And like, that's all that he asked for. Like so often we think that um, even, even when it came to Bible reading, you said this later on in what you were saying of like, now you're, you're to the point where you can't even go a day. Like you can't think of the last time you didn't go a day. And like habits aren't built overnight. They're built over time. And I think a lot of times we think when we're coming out of like the world or we're like accepting Jesus for the first time, it's supposed to be this like switch of of a flick of a switch. And it's like, okay, now I'm this holy person doing everything the Lord says. And it's like, baby, it don't work like that. Like, but all he wants is you to have a desire to make the shift and he can work with a desire. Like that's it. Mm -hmm. And so that's just such a beautiful story of just like, as a teenager, you were going to church on your own. Like, and he was working with you at the level that you were at then and not trying to force you to do more than what you desired to do then and how much he has grown and matured and given you wisdom far beyond your years (laughs) (laughs) Um, to be able to speak life and hope into people. That's such an encouraging story. Oh, thanks, Mary. All glory be to God. All glory be to God. (laughs) Y'all know that's a real saintly answer. (laughs) That's how you know that's a qualified saint right there. Regular people just sit in and be like, yeah, yeah. You ain't gonna get me with pride, y'all. This back to you. Look, I'm just being honest with you. So what is you have been someone who is like super grounded in your word. Um you speak Bible all the time, whether or not people realize it or not, you be talking Bible. So what are some of your favorite scriptures, whether it's like individual scriptures or like full Bible passages and stories in the Bible and why? Okay, so here's the thing. I know a lot of scriptures, but I can't always tell you like, I'm not one of those people that can tell you like what book, what verse, Mm -hmm. but I know what it says because it'll stick out to me. So I would say my favorite Bible character, of course, is the great Moses, you know, right under Jesus. You know, Jesus is not just his own like category. We can't even like count Jesus as like a Bible. (laughs) He's God. Like he is God. Like (laughs) that's it. (laughs) They don't even, you know. But Moses is my favorite, like the book of Exodus is my favorite, favorite, favorite book in the Bible because A, Moses was the least likely, but the most likely at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so even though he couldn't see it, if you now us looking like from the outside looking in, of course, his story lined up perfectly to do exactly what he was called to do. But in it, it's like me. Come on, guy. I'm chilling. I, I done, I done got me a wife. 
Now you want me to go back and say these folks, these folks hard-headed. You know, listen. I'm just trying to mind my business. I'm trying to mind my business. You you don't use me. I'm a murderer. You know, I I'm I'm all of these things. And it's just a beautiful story of like even like Moses' mother and just like the way like the role that she played in his life and just how God just continues to set him up to free people or help God, you know, be an a a leader to help free the people that he was one of those people, you know? And mm-hmm. I see that a lot of those similarities in my own life where the people that God calls me to nine times out of 10 is people. I'd be wanting to mind my business, do my own thing. And the Lord is like, Nope, I'm going to send you back. And I'm going to send you back to this specific group. And um, I just see a lot of similarities. There's also a lot of um, knowledge and wisdom about leadership in the book of Exodus and just the way that Moses was called to lead and how God told him to get a council of elders and how God told him, you know, use his father-in-law to teach him how to delegate. And there's just so many different things um, that really show, and even how Moses had to spend time alone with God and and spending time alone with God, he come back now and they worship in the calf, you know, but it's just showing that you can lead people. You still, even as a leader, you still need your own individual time with the Lord. And at the end of the day, you can't be responsible for the behavior of everything that these people do, because these are God's kids. That's my favorite saying, like, these are God's kids. Mm-hmm. These are my kids. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> these, are my kids. these are God's kids. And it's like you can shepherd without um, but you but at the end of the day, you have to surrender your leadership and submit it to the Lord. And everything has to be submitted to him. So that's my favorite. But if I'm just thinking about practical scriptures, of course, um, the you know, be anxious for nothing in mm-hmm. Philippians. That's that's definitely one that I like to um, go by first Corinthians 13. That always helps me with my character Galatians five. Um, when it just talks about the fruit of the flesh versus the fruit of the spirit, that kind of helps me check, you know, you're tripping, you know, you get a little angry, you know, you know? <laughs> Calm down. It's the wrong fruit, you know? <laughs> um, I love Proverbs. That's like, that started off as my favorite book before I started reading, really getting into the old Testament. My first favorite book was actually Proverbs because it's just very practical wisdom. Um, and so those would be, um, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one more, uh, that like God, it's like, a what is it like? It's like, God will, um, oh, it's gonna bother me. Um, God withholds no good thing. Mm-hmm. from those who walk uprightly those things just kind of keep into perspective of just God's character and it those are verses that can I feel help me combat the lies of the enemy and even if you think about like Jesus when he was you know being tempted that's what he did I mean all the scriptures he quoted were for, from Deuteronomy but regardless it's just he had so much of the word in him that even when the devil tried to trick him he knew that he combated the devil, not just with his own knowledge, but with the word. And I feel like when that's why the Bible is so important. And that's why it's important for it to be written on your heart, because the the the, the weapons are going to come. They're going to form. And it's important for you to have that truth to be grounded in so that when everything looks opposite of what God said, that's the lie. Not what God mm-hmm. said. Gerona, this is such a, a great point to bring up because you started this question by saying, I'm not one who knows the exact scriptures, 
but I can tell you what it said. And you just listed. I tried to keep up with you. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, like six or seven. I feel like in all the episodes that I've recorded so far, this is the most people have said <laughs> and been able to like, like relate it back and make it make sense going down. And so, like, I want to make sure I, I acknowledge that because I don't think you realize how much of a gifting that is to be able to, in the moment, very much accurately pick some scriptures that are going to be very relatable to any audience that listens to this episode. Um, because I think a lot of times we say people should go read the Bible and then it's like, this book got like a thousand pages in it. Where am I supposed to go? Thanks. And it's like intimidating off rip. And then mm-hmm. I've talked to so many people and then I've been like, so have you ever read the Bible before? And they're like, no. And I was like, so what version of the Bible do you have at your house? And they're like, King James. And I'm like, baby, that's why you ain't read it. Baby, <laughs> that ye thou art, that's for the season saints. That's what them folks said. <laughs> Who set you up to fail like that when they gave you that Bible? Not even the new King James. <laughs> you got the regular King James, like not even the new one. I don't understand. Oh, so, <laughs> what is your favorite version of the Bible to read? Okay, so I have different strokes for different things. Okay, so that's what, that's I like. Oh, that's an answer right there. <laughs> I like the amplified version because it's amplified, right? So it gives a lot of detail. I like the the new version, which is like the Passion Translation. It's a newer form because it is a. Uh, it's just a little bit more, it's kind of like, you know, it's like, you know how they say Spanish is like a romance language and like Italian. Yay. It's like the passion is like a romance translation it of the Bible. you <laughs> everything. <laughs> it does. You'd be like, ooh, you know. But, I'm wrong, but I'm still getting affirmed and being wrong. Hello? It just make you feel good. And, but the passion doesn't, I don't think it has the Old Testament yet. I think it's just the mm-hmm. New Testament and Psalms and maybe Proverbs. So if you are trying to look for an Old Testament, I don't think the passion has that yet, but hopefully they'll come out with that soon um and then i also but if i'm just doing like day to day i'll do the nlt but the first version that i read all the way through was the message mm-hmm. so i've you know dabbled in a lot of different versions of the word and if i'm gonna read the bible on my phone i like that too on the bible app because you can easily just switch from version to version without having to pull out different books yeah. at the same time so that's a great thing as well so that's like what i would recommend if you're a newer believer, you know, one of those I feel would be, a, I know some believers have issues, but um, I feel like if you're starting now, it gives you a good gist of what's going on and you can kind of just work your way from there. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's helpful. And I try to ask that uh, to people who are definitely like Bible, Bible readers, um, because it's, it can be intimidating to get started, and it's definitely something that's important. I can always tell the seasons where I'm reading my word more versus when I'm not, and how I respond to everything. Mm-hmm. Like praise and worship, great prayer, great. But when you get that word up in you, that word will check you real quick before you have to do anything. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a very different. Thing. And and it allows you to just give more wisdom out to other people and not feel yes. like you're having to make stuff up because you're yes. referencing and you're sending them back to God with true like, hey, you should go read this scripture instead yep. of being like, oh, I think this would be a great thing to fit to your scenario. Mm-hmm. So 
I have a question for you. What is a situation where one where any of these scriptures has been like super helpful for you, like a very practical moment where you had to like use this recently? Hmm. Um, okay, the Lord withholds no good thing. Um, I think that's been very practical to me lately in my singleness. Um, mm-hmm. because I think that sometimes the world will make you feel like it's something wrong with you for being single. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can even get in your own head and be like, dang, like, did I do something wrong? Like, why am you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. so, am I doing something wrong? Am I not in my word enough? Or, you know, am I not mature enough? Am I not handling this enough? And sometimes it will make you feel like something is wrong with you. But when you read like the Lord withholds no good thing from those who walk uprightly. And it's like, if you know that you're walking upright, not just because you're striving, but because I'm abiding in the Holy Spirit and I'm yielding to what the Holy Spirit is telling me, I'm doing what God is saying. Then if it hasn't come, it's not because he's withholding it from me. And I think that truth helps in a lot of things. It could be a relationship. It could be a job. It could be, you know, anything that you really, really want. And it's just like, I'm not experiencing it yet. And it's like, God is not playing me. You know, mm-hmm. he's never going to play me. It's if it, it, you know, so whatever the situation is, once again, like that's the lie. The lie yeah. is not, is not that he's forsaking me or he's withholding something from me. The lie is that he is like withholding something from me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, mm-hmm. so you just have, that's been something that has really helped me a lot. And it's helped me to be patient and to trust God's timing. Yeah. That's good because I literally just had that kind of conversation with a friend um, of just like trusting the timing. Like if it's not here, then it's not bad. Mm -hmm. Then there's other, like what else could you be focusing yourself on in this time instead of focusing on the thing that's not here right now? Right. Um, And so that's, I think it's super helpful because like culture says like by this age, we're supposed to be doing this, this and this. And Mm -hmm. it's like, how you make one generalized statement for everybody and I'm now a failure if I haven't <laughs> met your standard? Did you even meet who who made the standard that right. we are all trying to live by? Right, exactly. Did they check 2020? I don't understand. <laughs> like, Hello? So like being mindful of who we are allowing to write the standards that we are choosing to live by. And if they aren't written according to God's standards, then we need to throw them away and, and yep. wipe them off the slate. Yep. So I think that's a great scripture to be always keeping the forefront of our minds. If you've been dropping Bible like this so far, I'm interested to see with this next question. <laughs> this challenges people to get a little more transparent. Um, what is something that God has currently been teaching you in this season? And season could be anything but like we talking more recent god been knocking me over the head with this forgiveness Mm. and it's rough because for me it's several so it's layers to it right Mm -hmm. so i'm very easy to forgive little things um it's the audacity that i'd be struggling with and that um, that sounds so like you. 
it's like the blatant just foolishness you know but I'm you know forgiving things for instance I have a friend and she was going through some stuff and she we haven't been speaking but I just kept you know calling and reaching out and she texted me the other day and she was like I feel so bad because I haven't been talking to you and you're such a good friend to me I literally when I say it was not any piece of malice in my heart I was like girl I still love you and I was so grateful for it because I was like dang this is like the love of Christ right like we'd be mm-hmm. so ashamed because we haven't talked to him we've been you know putting him to the side and he's like girl if you don't come over here and just let me love you I don't care I'm not, <laughs> you know and I felt so good about that and I'm like okay I'm growing in other instances it's like I can forgive people when they're not sorry but it's hard for me to want to be around them, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can release you of the offense. Like, okay, whatever. You're not sorry. That's just how you are. Maybe hurt people hurt people. But you want to treat me like dirt and I still got to talk to you? Mm-mm. You don't I get access go back? to me. Yeah. yeah. You, don't, you don't get access to me. And and that and that is the thing. Because for me, my, re, my um, fleshly reaction to hurt is pride mm-hmm. so when I feel hurt forget you <laughs> that's how I really feel it like yeah. don't call me don't talk to me leave me alone I don't want no parts you you don't deserve me I'm a good person mm-hmm. you don't deserve to have good people in your life you don't know how to treat them you know and it's really just pride because you've hurt my feelings and I've been offended and especially if I take the time and I go through the steps that the bible talks about go to your neighbor and mm-hmm. you know I done did all this scripture <laughs> and you still trip you know <laughs> so it's it's rough but that's something the lord has been working on me with is like that true unconditional love for people who really don't deserve it because that's how god loves us and if i'm saying i want to be a christian i want to be a follower of christ that's the character of christ i'm saying i want to be a wife the whole point of marriage is husbands love your wife as christ loves the church Meaning mm-hmm. marriage is supposed to be a physical depiction of the way God loves us. And if I'm not able to forgive somebody else, you know, not that God won't prepare me when it is time for me to be in a marriage, but that's not a good setup for me to be struggling with forgiveness when I'm telling God I want to be with somebody for the rest of my life. I don't think for the rest of my life, he's going to be perfect. Like for real, like he's never going to hurt me. He's never going to disrespect me. Like he's never. And I pray against those things consistently. I pray for my husband. I pray that he's a kind man. I pray that God is pruning him and getting him prepared. I pray on his over his character. But at the end of the day, he's human. So mm-hmm. if I'm having issues forgiving humans, then that's something I have to take to the Lord because he can never be a God. And that's something I desire. I love this question. Because it, like, it checks it checks your motive. Mm-hmm. Because every single time people have answered this question, it brings up something different. Um, and I really like your answer because I think a lot of times we talk, like, we, we throw that <clears throat> half-heartedly around, like, the 70 times 7 that you're supposed to forget somebody. Mm-hmm. But, like, yo, do you really realize <laughs> that, like, <laughs> you always to forget <laughs> Do you, like and even I love how you related that back to your desires to be married in the singlehood journey because like I don't think a lot of people related to that of realizing that like yo if you struggle to forgive your neighbor your coworker your friend 
you gonna be with this man for the rest of your life Forever. and you don't want to forgive him for stepping on your toe? <laughs> like it's not a good look. It's a bad situation. setup. It's a bad setup. But what are the lessons that God is trying to teach you now to prepare you for then? And you're so focused on then that you're like missing the lessons now. that He needs you to learn now. And yep. I think that relation of the forgiveness lesson is so crucial because, like, we often are like, "Oh yeah, I forgive them, but I ain't trying to be around them." Of course. Yeah, they, they're released to the defense, but I don't like you. I don't like you as a person. Oh, and what's that special? Like, what's, what good is it to love somebody? Like, anybody can love somebody and let them back. Like, that's that's not, it's not a, you don't get, you know, any chips for that. Like, what about those people that are quote-unquote unlovable? Those people that offend you? Like, that is the true test of your character. Mm-hmm. Not the people that make you feel good all the time. So, and even my kids, like, I'm, you know, I'm going to have to forgive them because I know I get on my parents' nerves for a fact. Come on. <laughs> I know. And you I'm never sorry. get to stop being a mama, okay? <laughs> you are a mama for the rest of your life. <laughs> Don't take that title on by accident. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> crack it up so that's my little you know I, I would say that's the biggest thing it's like true I would say godly forgiveness I think I have worldly forgiveness down but true Christ feel mm, that's a difference yeah because I feel like you know in the world you just forgive and just you know it's nothing to cut that person off like that's the the, mm-hmm. the language of the world yeah you forgave them but you don't have to talk to them you don't have to be nice to them you don't have to show them kindness you can just forget all about them and it's like no god calls us to deeper as believers and we can do it because we have the holy spirit because we're empowered mm-hmm. by the holy spirit as just a human maybe not you know <laughs> just in your flesh there's a, your there's flesh a bunch of other humans in the world you I know your them. flesh can only take you so far you know but with the holy spirit we're empowered we can be empowered to speak in tongues and raise people from the dead we can't be empowered to forgive mm. somebody can't need to forgive that. because the lord wouldn't let me move up off of that without <laughs> Please make sure you are forgiving people, y'all. Mm, mm. Wow. Um, so, Giovanna, what is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned that you would want to pass along to anybody that listens to this episode? Mm. That God is for me. Mm. God is for you. And I think I didn't always know that because... Mm in my pride and in my self-righteousness a little bit, I think I had made my own self idol in my life. Mm. And when certain things was ha- were happening in my life, I was, or, you know, God let go of this relationship or let go of this person. I'm like, God, I know better than you. I might not have said that out loud, but that's how I felt. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're really honest, I know I'm not the only person that has felt that way before. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, this is the best. I don't know what you're talking about. This is this is it. This is the best that I will ever have. Why would you want me to give this up? What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Like, and the truth is, God is for me. So, if I believe, and that's another thing, just like believe in the Bible in totality, you don't just get to pick and choose which parts of it that are comfortable for you. So if I believe that God is for me, 
I believe I'm chosen, not forsaken, if I believe all these other things, but then when I'm in practice, mm, no, I'm gonna hold on to this one. I ain't gonna let this go. Mm. then what I'm really saying is I don't believe it and that's not a bad thing that's an opportunity for you to go to the father and pray about whatever that is in your heart that's not aligning with his word because if his word is the truth and what you believe is not in alignment with his word then that's the lie Mm -hmm. so for me I would just God is for you. So if you're experiencing rejection or if you're experiencing sadness or if you're experiencing um, your job season, as we like to call it, where everything just looked horrible, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that God's not for you. And if you just lean into him, even when you God's not afraid of your that's another one, like God's not afraid of your worst. You know, mm-hmm. he already knows it. So just to be honest and broken before him and just be like, God, I thought this was the best. I'm disappointed that this is not working out the way I thought it was going to help. Help keep speaking, bringing people into my life, sending me scriptures, sending me worship until I'm confident enough in you to move forward in what you called me to do. And I just believe those are the, those true, honest down to the wire prayers can save your life and not just in the physical but your spiritual because you can be alive physically and be dead spiritually and what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul so it's just important that you pray and you ask God to make you look like him and that you're willing to do the work that will be required which is really just yielding to whatever God tells you to do so that those things can come to fruition in your life so that you can get the most out of your life because Jesus said he came so we can have life and life more abundantly so why live at a level lower because you're just not willing to take that step you're already miserable if you weren't miserable you wouldn't be struggling like this anyway so why not trust them you already, mm. you know in your heart something's missing anyway. So you might as well go all in. We go all in on everything else. We go to school for four years, don't know what the heck we going to school for. <laughs> we date somebody for four years, don't know who they are, what they believe, don't even know if they know the Lord. We move to new cities and don't know what's waiting on us. We get these jobs and don't even understand the job description, but we won't trust the one who created everything. We won't give him a second chance. Come on. We done gave these men so many chances to do us wrong. <laughs> You'll give your friends, you know, your family, all of these chances. But the one time God disappoints you, you don't ever want to talk to him no more. And he the one that's actually for you, no matter what. So just sobering thoughts. I mean, I say this, I know a lot of these things are easier said than done. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, um, just knowing that God is for you. If you can just remember that one thing, pray about everything else, mm-hmm. and it'll work yourself out. Well, He'll work it. So actually, it's already done. Hello, Javana. <laughs> whoa. Also, you quoted so many scriptures in that. <laughs> Like you literally was linking them all together. I was like, oh, I hope people catch that. She is literally <laughs> dropping scripture after scripture. And 
and I'm not putting all of them in a the caption. I'm gonna make sure <laughs> look them all up. They're not all gonna be in the show notes neither, because it was way too many scriptures to put the dog on show notes. <laughs> um, but I think somebody really needed that reminder, or to even hear that for the first time. Yeah, because it like I as you were saying at the end, I just just kept hearing like don't like treat God how you treat your friends because there's a lot of times in our friendships we give our friends time after time after time to get it together stop betraying us this and that and it'd be like you know you should have cut that friend off a long time ago you know they ain't got your good you know they always trying to throw you under the bus but yet God he could go quick I ain't get the job, God, and, and now I'm just gone. And I think, like, give God the same energy, the same level of forgiveness, the same 5,000 chances that you done gave that little ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend. Hello? That you had, had an ex but don't got an ex in front of their name that you laying up next to right now. Multiple times. Like, that is such a very, like, practical way to think about it. And I really appreciate you for saying that. Because we we do, we do that to God all the time. Yep. So Javana has dropped. <laughs> I feel like if I give her any more questions, any more layaways, she's about to come for every listener that I have. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to say you guys in it. <laughs> Javana, I appreciate you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, but before we go, before we log out of this episode, as always, I've got to give you a space to promote yourself. So any projects, Instagrams, anything that you're doing, this is your space to promote it. Okay, well, you can follow me on Instagram at Javonna Swan, and it's J is in Joy, A is in Apple, B is in Victor, O is in Oscar, N is in Nancy, A is in Apple. And then Swan is my last name, like the bird, but it has two ends instead of one. Um, you can follow my ministry page at Good Girl Great God, and that's on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and yeah, and you can go to goodgirlgreatgod.com if you want to leave prayer requests or testimonies or figure out what we're doing. You can go there. And that's all the information I have on my Facebook at Javonna Swan as well, too, but my Facebook is just for kicks and giggles. But if you want to get on there, you want to laugh, you want to see some food, you know, <laughs> you know, you want to hear some jokes, like then, hey, cool, follow me on Facebook as well. So that is all. And if you want to email me, my email is JavonaSwan at Gmail as well. All of Javonna's information is going to be linked in the show notes. You will get all of that, but you won't get all of the scriptures, huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> Javonna, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Why I Believe podcast. Um, okay. This has truly been a pleasure. Girl, thanks hmm, for having we gonna, me. We're going to come back again at some point. They're not I'm here, ready. I'm here for part two. I'm, I'm always here for part two. Hey. God loves y'all. That's God loves you. Just don't ever forget it. God loves you. For real, for real. You Think about the person that loves first. you the most and then multiply that by a million. And Ooh, that's how much that's I good. love you. That's good. Because even that person should walk away, but God never will. Hey, come on, somebody. Come on. So, y'all heard it here. This was another episode of the Why I Believe podcast. It is our heart and our prayer that this episode not only gave you a few laughs, 
but also really touch your heart and challenge you to grow and take another step into becoming all that God has called and created for you to be in this very season of your life. And I'll see you next week for another episode. Y'all have a great week. You made it to the end of the episode. I'm so thankful that you'd spent time with me today and my friend Giovanna to hear her story about the amazing journey that she's been on with God. It's our heart and prayer that you've been able to learn something, got some laughs and a few gems along the way. Share this episode with whoever you feel like could benefit from it. And if you do it on Instagram, make sure you tag me at Mary and Proud because I would love to hear how this episode really challenged you to think about some things differently. And if you could also do me a favor, go on Apple Podcasts and leave a review or or a rating. That can help us really reach more people with these amazing stories and just share this message with the masses. And with that, this was another episode. If you have a story that you want to share, reach out to me. I would love to get you scheduled to share your story with our audience. This was the Why I Believe Podcast. Go follow your dreams and do everything that God has called you to do. Peace.